Hi, welcome to the Cute Girls Club, and I am your host, Jaja. And welcome, 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 cuties. All right, today I'm going to be by myself. So, we'll usually, usually when we're by myself, I usually tackle more serious topics. So, let's get going. Up number one. I was just watching an episode of Paternity Court, and this it was two young people. They looked like they probably were under 25, and they already had two kids. They were married. Um, he had been cheating. She, because after she had her first child, he didn't make her feel pretty, she said, um, more than likely her the changes in her body you know this this was the person she was with a high school sweetheart so of course um after a baby your body changes tremendously and if you're dealing with someone who lacks maturity they're not able to uh probably deal with the changes in your body because a baby literally changes the stomach area a lot so but one thing that stood out which really um stood out for me which caused me to say this needs to be a topic was the fact that um he was literally you know he did admit that he was immature he admit that he really wasn't ready to be a father or a husband. Um, and <clears throat> ladies, just a little caveat. Never ultimatum a man, especially my young cuties. But never force a man into something that they're not ready for. Or even accept when it's something that they're not ready for. And what I mean by that is, is that a lot of times, you know, it's not a bunch of parent families like that anymore. Like it was like way back in the day with my mom's day and stuff, like in the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s and stuff. But it used to be a time if you got someone pregnant, marriage came with the package. If you knock somebody up, you had to marry them. And so it's still some parents that still are like that. And these young people sometimes are from those type of families and they're trying to get married. A woman, you know, be like, well, you got to marry me. You got me pregnant. Or it's some parents out there that be like, son, you got that girl pregnant. You got to marry her. Y'all going to be a family. You got to take care of your responsibility. Well, all of that is admirable. But it's also dangerous because it puts people in a really, really bad place because now he's in a battle of his youth, his maturation, um, his sexuality. And I'm not talking about homosexual heterosexual. I'm talking about just sex, you know, urges and the, the hormones of your body and the the your mind where you want to think and then also he was saying that his peers because they were single they weren't married they didn't have kids 
um, they wasn't under 25 or two kids. So he out there trying to hang with his friends and trying to do what the single friends will do. So he had all of these moving parts. So sometimes two ladies, just because a man says something, I want to have a baby with you, or I want to marry you, or whatever, whatever. And let me explain something to you. Here's a telltale sign that that's some bullshit. Because if you end up pregnant before you marry, it's a strong possibility you won't be getting married. And if you do, it won't be no time soon. So I would say to young girls, if you're not ready to be taken through the ringer with somebody who's young, who doesn't have life experience, who doesn't have sex experience, who doesn't have, they call it sowing your wild oats, the older people. If you are with, in a, with somebody who hasn't done all of that stuff yet, and even if you haven't, ladies too, sometimes we got to be honest because women be just as sexually hot and sexually curious and, and all of that, just like men are. That's why I never suggest babies and um and, and marriage to young people in their 20s. Because that should be your time. You go to school if you want to go to school. You get your money up. You chase your dreams. You position yourself to be able to support. If you're a man, to support your family. If you're a woman, to support your family, your husband. And you know, you... You want you don't also when you get married, you don't want to feel like you missed out something. When you be seeing them women who then got married when they was in their twenties and it don't work, they be with somebody for twenty years. You marry somebody when you was twenty, and then twenty years and go out now you forty up in the club with a little bit of ass skirt on, trying to be out here and uh competing with these little young girls. No, it's because. You got married so soon that you missed a step in life. So what I I then got off the topic because he said something that kind of tore my nerves up. Because she says, she eventually says to Judge Lake, um, he's actually a good dude, a good husband, and a good father to our children. And I just, I just, I do love my husband. And that man literally stood there with tears in his eyes. And he said, judge says, what, what, what are you feeling? And he says, well, she never says that to me. Usually in arguments, I get to be a deadbeat and no good and all of these other things. And this, this young child is literally in tears because she didn't, when she's angry, She's came out of her hateful ass mouth and then literally tore this man's character apart. And ladies, men have emotions too. They have tears too. They have hearts. They have feelings and emotions. So it gives you no right to come out your mouth reckless. See, I'm a firm believer you can't ring a bell. And also, don't talk to nobody in no way that you don't want to be talked to. If he turned around and told you you wasn't shit, talked about you, your mama, your baby, your sister, your auntie, your daddy, and said hateful shit about you, called you ugly, called you fat, called you this, called you that, 
It will literally tear you apart and you will carry that for life. You will carry them hurtful words for life. It don't matter how many nice men come behind that man. You're going to always remember that one who tore you down verbally. And you think about how much it hurt because we've all had that one man who done said some reckless shit that hurt, rocked our soul. And we remember the hateful words to this day. And that's why I learned flat out, you have to fight fair. I tell any man, don't raise your voice at me. Don't talk to me with the big voice. Don't come up in here with the big shoulder because I don't respond to the big voice. I don't respond to you coming through the big shoulder. You cannot be aggressive with me if we're having a disagreement. And I'm not doing any arguing because when you come, when you argue, emotions and the then and all all rules just fly out of the window. Cause see, an argument is really a verbal fight, and when you fight, you fight to win. You fight to the end, and you and you do whatever it takes to win. One of my friend, good friends, took me with that when we was young. She would always say that if you're not winning an argument, make something up. You go in at all costs to win. But when you're in a relationship with someone and you say you love them, your words should not be words that will tear them to pieces. Words that they can't come back for. Words that will continue to play back in their mind movie when they think of you. When you say you love somebody, don't hurt them. If you don't love somebody, leave them alone. Leave them intact. I think that's the word I want to say. Leave a person intact. Don't spew that venom and be hateful and hurt somebody. And a lot of y'all too are hurting the new people because of the last person. The last fool you dated wasn't nothing. So now the new person got to take all of the residual nonsense and hurt and pain that you're carrying over to them. So... Stop doing that. And also, just do unto others. If you want to be talked to with dignity and decency and respect, you need to give that. And that's what me and Tanya, you'll hear us say that all the time. I'll say that. I can't say you won't yell at me once, but I can tell you won't do it twice. I can't tell you won't try to hit me for one time, but I can't tell you won't. I can tell you won't hit me twice. I can tell you that you won't disrespect me. All of those things because of the fact that if it's not a peaceful and loving existence, it doesn't exist in my world. That person has to go. And I'm not one of the ones, I don't give you days and weeks or none of that. When you try to come with some things that are my deal breakers, you have to be dismissed immediately. You can't try to hit me and say I'm sorry. There's no coming back from that. That's a total deal breaker. No woman can't call my phone and talk crazy to me. That's a deal breaker because now we have some drama that I didn't sign up for. I, I signed up for a peaceful experience. So anything that goes outside the realm of that has to go. So now we're going to go on to the next topic. <clears throat> so, of course, you know, Tanya and I are big, big TikTok fans. So Boogie B, which is one of the um, one of our favorite 
one of our favorite TikTokers. He was like, stressed out my baby daddy for not being able to pay $300 a month in child support. And Boogie B, I, I love his responses. He was like, basically, no, I'm not going to stress him out. I'm going to stress you out because of the fact that you knew that he didn't have no money before you had that baby. He was like, also, he was like, you want $300. He didn't even have, you knew he didn't have $300 since the movie 300 came out. He said, you knew he didn't have $300. He didn't even have a Chrysler 300. And I'm finna add to it. Hell, you couldn't even move the desk for two places to the left. He didn't even have $3 when you was laid down with him. Ladies. First of all, next of all, too, it's a baby daddy. Do, Do you really have high expectations of that? That was somebody who was irresponsible enough to lay down with you unprotected and get you pregnant. This is somebody who came for the vagina, but he didn't come for you or the baby. And I say that often on here, and I don't know how many cuties is going to have to hear this before you become, before you make your intimate space a treasure instead of a flyer. Treasure your sexuality. Don't pass it out like a flyer. And if you must be hot like that, if you must sleep with everybody, if you must be that woman, don't bring no kids into this nonsense. And he was like, "If you, you should have used your $300 but so, to keep from having a baby. Now, this is not going to be a popular opinion for people who are pro-lifers. But if you are going to bring a child in here and you're not going to be able to take care of it or you want the state to take care of it, then you might need to do what you got to do. And it's too many different things. Morning after pills. It's too many things. You're just being lazy. And I ask Tanya that all the time. If a person is not married to you or in a committed relationship with you, if they impregnate you, should they be able to relinquish their rights? And she was on the fence because she feels like men would abuse that and that these all these children would be fatherless. But they pretty much that now. Ladies, for the sake of your unborn children please I I just I beg of you make better vaginal decisions because if you land down with somebody who can't take care of themselves they definitely can't take care of you and your babies and here's a little just some telltale sign I stay with my mama, I stay with my aunt, I stay with my roommate, I stay with my friend. And a lot of these folks are staying with another woman because you over here laid down with a homosexual. Them the ones that got the best sex. See, a man that's super busy with two or three jobs, he's too tired to be trying to fuck everybody. 
but try to pick someone who has a moral character, something that your child can learn from, somebody that you would be proud to have your children in possession of. Some of y'all done sat here and got babies with folks that's got so much low character that your child shouldn't even be of a hundred yards of them. So bad as I hate to say it, I hate when it when women do stuff that I have no choice but to agree with what men are saying. That bothers me a lot. And we're going to take that on to the counterpart to the next topic. Stop loving these men so much. You loving a man so much that you look up and you lose yourself. You loving somebody more than you love you. And please understand, as soon as they see that they got somebody who loved them more than they love you, often they stop putting in the work. They think that you are a personalized fool. You end up getting used up and it makes you hateful. It makes you bitter. It makes you scorn. It, the, the hurt is all over you. It damn near paralyzes you. Because you done allowed somebody to take your best years. Or you done allowed them to take the very best part of you. Because you've been literally sitting over here working, working, working day and night. Trying to get this person to love you the way you love them. And I just think that you need to stop it. Even your body a lot of times will try to give you the signs that this man ain't for you. If you depressed... If you sit over there foggy, you can't sleep because you didn't chose somebody that put you in turmoil. When you see him, you don't smile anymore because he didn't took the he didn't took the joy out of you. It's a lot of y'all women right now laid next to somebody who has literally sucked the joy out of you. You unhappy. You miserable. And a lot of you don't know what it is. And you're trying to look inward because you're trying to make it seem like it's you. What's wrong with me? But no, maybe the better question is, what's wrong with my choices? What's wrong with my environment? What's wrong with my surroundings? What's wrong with the people that I allow in my circle? And if you're one of them women who's sitting up in here, you getting up, you're going to work every day, you're working hard while a fool stay at home and play PlayStation or somebody got to take your car and drop you off. Then they taking money from you and giving it to other women. You being cheated on, lied to, you being disrespected. Your body cannot take all of that, especially mental. It causes you to be the sad and unhappy, depressed, hateful, mean, evil, ornery. You, you, we all done seen it where we done been to a, a, some of these places and you just get to the register and you got the nastiest person you done ever seen. And you just be like, well, damn, I just, I just, I really just came to get me an order of fries. I didn't come for this attitude. And then they be done transfer, transfer their negative energy. Listen to me. Stop loving these men more than you love yourself. 
Especially because, let me tell you something. When you're giving your all to a selfish man, you're going to come up real empty because he's not, he's not going to be looking out for your best interest. Because he's selfish. All he's thinking about is you. So if he's thinking about him and you thinking about you about him, who looking after you? So, ladies, I really, really ask you today to think, please think, rethink your love choices and decisions. Because any person that you deal with is a choice. You choose to bring them in your life. You choose to keep them in your life. You choose to love them. You choose to deal with them. You choose to respect them. And and if you're not, then you're being kidnapped. That's, that's, and that's a whole nother situation. But if you're in a relationship that's a romantic relationship and you're not being treated the way that you deserve to be treated, <clears throat> and expect and then it's and then if you've expressed it, because let's go here too, ladies. Often we try to make me and mind readers. They don't be smart enough to be trying to read your mind. Also, they don't. They not. They're not selfless. Selfless enough for it to even get on their radar to try to read your mind. But if you express, okay, this, 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 and this is not working for me. You know, let me know now if that's something that you can approve upon or if that's not you. Because if it's not you, that's not a problem. Cool. Because I would rather a man be honest and say that's not something that I'm capable of doing. Then at that point, I can make the decision, well, we're not going to be a good romantic fit. But he's an honest person, so I do like that. Let's just be friends. And it's not a crime to be a man's friend, ladies. It's just not. So let's go on to something that's a little bit lighter. What? I have a question. This is an exercise I want you cuties to do. What does happiness look and feel like to you? And the reason I ask this question is, is because it's so many of us that literally are, we lack we're losing our happiness. We're forfeiting it. Or we don't even think about it because we haven't had happiness in so long that we just forget about it. So I'm going to I'm going to come back today and ask, what does your happiness look like? And I'll 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 say what mine looks like for me is <clears throat> So romantic happiness, I guess we'll go with that since we're such a relationship podcast. For me, it's peacefulness. Um, it's love and it's romance and it's consideration and holding hands and soft kisses and warm embraces and great conversations where we're able to talk about the most, whether it's serious or silly, we can talk about it all, um, where we're, where we're comfort, like we fit like a glove, where our personalities are connected. Um, it's connection. It's 
my my main one is is the fact that it's selflessness and it's and it's 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 just beautiful it's like a it's like a song that that moves you when it comes on it's like a it's like a beautiful dance for me i'm i like the the consistency and the it's the expectation of a consistency it's thoughtfulness it feels beautiful it's you know a good happiness is like um it's like for me like a honeysuckle bush on a rainy day where the honeysuckles they just have that distinct sweetness and when you open them and you pull them out and that nectar where it's just so sweet and it's so good that's what happiness reminds me of it just it's just a smile it brings a smile to you um it makes you feel just wonderful inside and out really undescribable sometimes but it's just beautiful to be happy where you just get to smile and it just and so ladies I want you to when you're asking yourself what is happiness to you and what your romantic happiness is what does it sound like and it's like I said it just sounds like a beautiful song what does it smell like is it like fresh baked cookies or apple pie or or is it his cologne or the way he holds you or what does your happiness your romantic happiness what does it look like what does it smell like what does it sound like what does it feel like is it the strength of his chest or the sound of his heartbeat what is it for you is it the dance is it the protection of the the protection of the love so i ask you to look deep and see what your happiness what does it look like and if there's somebody in your life that you're dating or if you're married to them are they even appealing to what is your happiness if you're dating you may have to take a break from that person or you may have to do a hard pass. If you're married, then we need some counseling. You need to give a person a chance when you're in a marriage. Because a lot of times, too, we get into a relationship and we don't express what we need and what we require. And people are just guessing every day. And don't even begin to know how to contribute to your happiness. So, that's one of the things I think we need to understand is it's very important. What does your happiness, what does it look like? So, with that being said, ladies, I need for you to really, really, really start digging deep. Start going deeper. And deeper and deeper till you find what makes your happiness. And then so also ladies, I wanted to, I wanted to I was gonna end it with this, but I still have uh about two and a half minutes. So I also wanted to go with this one. 
just a little kind of closing tip. Keep what goes on in your relationship private, but your relationship should not be private. And what that means is, is a lot of women, y'all are letting men hide you, not bringing you around their friends, not bringing them around their family, not posting you on the on a social media, not having no, no nothing that pertains to you all that exemplify that you all are in a relationship. You damn near secret. Now, what goes on in the relationship, you know, anything, disagreements, blah, 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 what you do in the bedroom, blah, 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 blah. Those things should be private. It's not anybody's business because when somebody gets angry, they'll weaponize your situation. So no, do not let what goes on in your relationship be public knowledge. But nobody should be hiding anybody. And it's a lot of women are being hidden, hidden because you're with a man who has more than one you. So he can't post you on social media because uh, woman number two, woman number three will be offended. He can't bring you over to his mama house because he already got that main chick that his mama then already bonded with who comes over to the functions on Sunday and eat. And some of these people got his wives and not just no girlfriend. So you being hidden. Do not let any man hide you. I don't care what you look like. I don't care whether you're cute, you're not cute, you're dark, you're tall, you're light, you're smart, you're dumb. Whatever the case may be, do not allow anybody to sell you so short and to hide you. Cuties, I'm going to wrap this episode up. And I hope you all have an amazing week. Be cute out here in these streets. Go through hair, makeup, and wardrobe. And we definitely love you here at the Cute Girls Club. Have a great week. Bye.